Hello, friends. You are listening to Doc and Rock Radio. I'm your host, as always, Frank Inglis, and we're here with episode five. Uh, a quite a delayed episode five, actually, because, well, I haven't felt up to podcasting lately. Uh, nothing wrong in particular, but I've had this episode planned out for about a month now, and every couple of days I sit down to record it, and for whatever reason I can't j- get the words out, it doesn't come across in a succinct way, and I'm under the impression that if I can't do it naturally, I shouldn't do it right now. I don't want to deliver you guys a half-hearted episode. Uh, that's that's not really something I want to do. I want to give you guys the best I can whenever I can. And if that means I have to delay a couple of days or a week or even a couple of weeks, that's what I'm going to go for. So I'm sorry to those of you out there that have made me part of your weekly rituals. Um, but it will be a little bit sporadic, especially to start off until I get, you know, a, a, a decent, um, a, a personal roster, so to speak, of doing this podcast. But today, um, I was inspired to do this podcast by, uh, Reddit user Jason Awa, who, by the way, is like the little angel on my shoulder that tells me every time I do something right or... Uh, if the podcast goes well, uh, so far they've not told me I've done terribly. So as long as I keep their spirits up and I keep them happy, I feel like I'll keep you all happy. So, um, Jason Awa sent me a message this morning. Uh, actually, sorry, it would have been last night, just about a new game that's on Kickstarter. And, uh, just wanted to know if I had backed it. And as it turns out, yes, I had. And I thought... I should probably talk about that this episode. That, alongside a couple of other things, this one's going to be a more off-the-top-of-my-head type of episode rather than one that I've planned out. Mind you, I still have my notes, as I usually do, uh, but they're of a slightly different nature. So, Jason Awa sent me a message about a new game coming out called uh, Temtem. You may have heard of Temtem. It's a Kremer Games title. Uh, that is heavily inspired by Pokemon and monster taming RPGs overall. Currently is on Kickstarter. Uh, they began asking for seventy thousand US dollars. They have currently earned two hundred and fifty-six thousand US dollars. So they've totally smashed funding. There's 17 days left from this recording, so it ends on the 3rd of July, 2018. And I'm hoping that those of you listening uh, will go and back this project. And if you don't want to right now, I'm hoping to convince you by the end of this segment. So Kremer Games have made or are in the midst of creating this game called Temtem, which is an online MMORPG style monster taming game. Now, I hate comparing things to Pokemon, but I will use Pokemon as a reference point because it is a lot like Pokemon. Uh, You have your team, you travel the world, walking through grass, you will encounter wild Temtem, which you will then have to tame. Overall, it looks really, really good. It has its own artistic style. It, it, the graphics look very good, by the way. And it looks like a proper monster taming RPG to be played 
entirely online. There is a campaign. It's not a single-player campaign. Uh, you can play it on your own, but the world will be populated by other Temtem players. So, for those of you out there that don't particularly like that, I think you'll be surprised by the fact that, yeah, you can go it alone if you so choose. But then, for someone like me that enjoys playing things in tandem, you can do the entire story co-op. Uh, Kremer Games have said that specifically, yeah, the entire story is able to be played uh, via co-op, which is pretty cool if you ask me. I, I do like interactive games and social games, games that I can sit there with my friends and play. Mind you, I love RPGs, so I do enjoy some solitary time. But every once in a while, something like this comes along that you just can't help but really fall for. And it might be because of co-op capabilities. Now, there are a bunch of Temtems. The Temtems are also the creatures, right? So, same as Digimon. The creatures are Digimon. Pokemon, the creatures are Pokemon. Uh, Monster Rancher, the creatures are not called ranchers. They are monsters. I think Temtem is... So, my first episode... If you guys have listened all the way through this point, which isn't too hard, it's only five episodes. My first episode, I spoke about uh, Monster Crown, another Kickstarter campaign that uh, has since succeeded. It's ended and it has been fully backed and it's on its way to, well, a release. Temtem comes along and it, it has been going for a while. But it hadn't been brought to my attention until recently. Actually, funnily enough, it was brought to my attention about two weeks ago. Uh, I was browsing through 4chan and I realized there was this really negative thread kind of just bashing Temtem for being a Pokemon clone. And I usually hate that. So what I do when I hate something is I go and do the opposite. So instead of jumping on the bandwagon of hate towards Temtem, I went and looked them up and I realized, yeah, this is a pretty cool game. Kremer Games have done a lot. It's not their first video game developing experience. So they, they do have that. I think that Temtem looks like a really fleshed out game. Even now, before the alpha has been released, it looks like a really, really deep game not deep in story i'm not too sure of the story but as far as development goes it looks incredible the monsters look really really good the temtems themselves look fantastic and like i said earlier they there's this art style that is you know you could call it your cell shading type graphics it's a very cartoony which i really love I love that in a monster taming game, I, I love the cartoony aspect. In all games, to be entirely honest, this will go into something else, but I don't particularly like games that try to be too realistic. So a highly stylized game like Temtem really, you know, it tickles me pink, that type of stuff. It, it really, um, really gets me going. So I, I really only have nice things to say about Temtem, and yet I don't have much to say about Temtem. It's a very strange duality of... I would love to talk about it, but really all I can say is go and watch the trailer. Check it out. You can see some gameplay footage. It looks great. Your character avatar is fully customizable. 
there's going to be mounts near the end of the game. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the action, by the way, the in-game, the in-battle gameplay is uh, two on two. Uh, games like Pokemon, you know, is one on one, and then you have games like uh, the newer Digimon Story games is three on three. Uh, but no, this is this is two on two, and it looks really, really good. And uh, when you play co-op, obviously you'll pick one Temtem per player per tamer. Ah, oh, it just looks really cool, and it has it has its own style too, which I like. You know, in the Pokemon games, you capture Pokemon using a Pokeball. In uh, Digimon games, you usually will either begin with the Digimon and it will die and be reborn, or in your RPG ones you will have to scan the data of a Digimon and then you can materialize it. In Temtem, oh, sorry, in Monster Crown, I'll give to give another example because I keep, I want to bring Monster Crown into my regular kind of patterns of speech because it really does, it's a really good game and I'd love to talk about it more. You know, in Monster Crown, you make a contract with the monsters, which I find to be kind of cool. In Temtem, it's like you seal them into a digital card of sorts. You tame them and you seal them into these cards and then uh, use them at your discretion. It's just got its own really cool style. The map is a floating archipelago, you know, like a series of islands connected by bridges and whatnot. That looks cool. And apparently that has something to do with the story as well. Uh, you know, why it takes place on this series of floating islands. It Overall, it just seems like a really funky game. It seems like it's got a lot of style. And there's, I think, a lot of substance to it as well. Overall, I, I really just enjoy Temtem. I, uh, I'm pretty excited for it. I've backed it. Uh, I went for the Alpha Hero package, which is $30 US. Um, and it gets you a few things. Namely, it gets you the game on the uh, platform of your choosing, which uh, to bring up what I was going to talk about a little bit later, but I might as well now. It hit its most recent stretch goal, which is 250,000, uh, which means we will be getting a Nintendo Switch version of the game. So if you're an Alpha Hero backer, which is your $30 backing, um, this is what you get. The digital game, and it can be on Windows or on a console of your choosing if that console stretch goal is met. Uh, Alpha Access, so later on in the year, because I believe this is meant to come out in 2019, I believe in November of this year, uh, there's going to be an Alpha release of it, which uh, those who have pledged the Alpha Hero amount or higher will have access to. Digital soundtrack, digital art book, you'll have an exclusive in-game title, Alpha Hero. Access to the exclusive Alpha Testers group on Discord, if you enjoy going to chat with fans. Uh, your name in the credits, which, yeah, you probably would have known that. Uh, a Kickstarter-exclusive original Tamer Cap cosmetic, so a hat you can wear. Access to the exclusive backers group on Discord, which, yeah. And a high-res digital wallpaper pack. And that's really cool. Now, this is estimated for delivery. Oh, this is what it says. Estimated for delivery in September of 2019. So we still have a very long time till we see this game come to fruition, but... It looks great now. And it's only midway through 2018. Now we're expecting it late 2019. And it's been backed oh, incredibly well. So I can only imagine it's going to look so much better. You know, on, on proper release. 
Now the next stretch goal is a replay system, which they describe as watching competitive matches whenever you want, relive your most memorable battles and observe the champions to learn the best techniques. Uh, but the one I'm kind of looking forward to is clubs, which is a uh, 400,000, which they describe as our own take on guilds for Temtem. Gather your friends and create a club together. Chat with your club mates and participate in the weekly clan battles to conquer the dojos. That's pretty cool. Something else you can do in Temtem is you can create your own room. You know, you can uh, edit it in any way you like. You can customize it. It's, it's cool. Um, they call it housing and it just looks Overall, it just looks great. I really can't complain. And even the Temtem designs I, I really like. They look like... They don't look like... You know, a lot of people will say, oh, that just looks like Pokemon. Looks like a ripoff of Pokemon. Looks like a ripoff of Digimon. Some people even look at new Pokemon and say, it just looks like a Digimon, vice versa. Actually, funnily enough, no Digimon has ever been compared to a Pokemon. But Pokemon gets compared to Digimon all the time. Uh, po the Pokemon, not the franchise as a whole. Digimon always gets compared. Uh, the Temtem themselves do look like they belong in the universe of this game. They don't look like a different type of creature. They don't look like a Monster Rancher creature. They don't look like a Digimon. They don't look like a Pokemon. They look like what they are. And they're so cool looking. I really like them. They have these really interesting color schemes. And they're, there are some really cool ones out there that I'm already kind of into. There's one particular one. I honestly could not tell you the names of them. Um... But it's like a, it's it's like a stag or a ram, and it 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 has like a skull, like a you can see the skull on the outer side of the head, and it goes into the horns, and it just looks really cool. It's actually on the on the Kickstarter page. It's one of the first ones you see. There's evolution as well, which of course is evolution. What else can I say? Overall, this just looks like a great game. I'm incredibly excited, and I'm also excited to play it with other people, and I'm hoping by next year, you know, we have our little community built up, our little Dock and Rock community, and a bunch of us can play together. We can make a Dock and Rock team, you know, or Dock and Rock club is what they'll call it in the game. We can make a club. I think that'll be pretty cool. But yeah, please go and check out Temtem, T-E-M-T-E-M, -E -E one word, uh, by Crema Games. Go there and pledge even 10 bucks, even enough just to get you the game. Whatever you can give, I think is good. Uh, as a, our little Dock and Rock community, we need to support games like this. And I will always support games like this. I did with Monster Crown and I will with Temtem. And if you guys know of any other ones that maybe I don't know about, shoot me an email or <laughs> a comment or send me messages on Reddit just like Jason Awa does. I will always look at them, I'll always see them, and I'll always reply to them, so yeah, please, inform me as much as I inform you, if ever. I know some of you out there, you know, haven't heard of the, some of the things I speak about, and some of you have, and yeah, I like that's why I love doing this podcast, but overall, Temtem's great, please look it up, I am really excited uh, about this whole game. Next thing I want to talk about is something I spoke about I believe it was last episode. Last episode, the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu games were revealed. And I had a few choice words to say about that. Now, E3 has come and gone. And with it, uh, we've gotten a bunch of news about, well, everything. Uh, 
and not not so much Pokemon actually funnily enough I expected a little bit more but I guess not what we did get out of Pokemon though which applies to this podcast is a lot of gameplay footage of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee and I watched the Nintendo Treehouse one of them went for about 45 minutes and it was just it was kind of exactly what I needed to push me over the edge and actually want to get Let's Go Pikachu. Just seeing the game in action, you know, at first, and and you'll know on the podcast where I spoke about this, I just thought it was too gimmicky. And, you know, even in that podcast, I said to myself, and I said to you guys, I, I love gimmicks. And I do, that still stands, I love gimmicks. But for whatever reason, I just... It rubbed me the wrong way, this Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. I guess because, you know, it wasn't exactly what I expected nor wanted. But I did watch a lot of the gameplay footage from the Nintendo Treehouse stuff, and it sold me just, you know, battles are still definitely in it, which they had said anyway, but battles are definitely still in it, and they play like a standard Pokemon game. The catching is interesting. I I do like peripherals you know as much as I complained about gimmicks I I am a bit of a hypocrite on this episode because um I don't think I was true to myself in that moment perhaps last episode I was in a slightly worse mood and now I'm in a I'm in a more positive mood but I do love gimmicks I gotta be honest I love I loved the pokey walker that came out with heart gold and soul silver I um recently took my partner's (laughs) pokemon go plus peripheral uh, not took it, she gave it to me, I can't say that. Just so I could prepare for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Mind you, I never got into Pokemon Go. I barely played it, I'm such a low level. Um, but I thought maybe when I go for my walks and whatnot, I can chuck on the the plus, the Pokemon Go Plus or Pokemon Go Pro, whatever it is, and, um, and catch some Pokemon along the way and get some XP. But yeah, I think that seeing it in action, seeing the game in motion, just just sold me on it. There was this one moment that really got me. It kind of captured my my childhood in a strange way, but after one of the battles, this window popped up within the game and it had all your current team uh, and the the... The, on the Nintendo Treehouse footage, they had, you know, Pikachu, Charmander, Bulbasaur, um, Squirtle, and a couple of others. And they all gained XP, and it was really nice, and the sprites that they used were up-resed versions of the ones they used in Fire Red and Leaf Green. Not the in-battle sprites, but the menu sprites. And in that moment, it captured me, and, and I... That was when I started to go, yeah, okay. I could definitely see myself liking this game. So I watched the rest of the 45 minutes, and uh, that day I went and pre-ordered the pack uh, of Let's Go Pikachu uh, (laughs) with the Pokeball Plus. The Pokeball Plus looks cool. I think it will feel cool. The Nintendo Treehouse just sold me on it. Yeah, it, it definitely sold me on it. I'm still half-half about Pokemon Quest. I've not touched it since. I don't like formats like that. I don't like when a mobile-style game comes to a platform, a home console platform, or, you know, Switch is a half-half, it's a home, and it's a mobile console, a handheld console, you'd call it. 
I don't, I don't like that. And I, I still don't like that, but I definitely have been sold on let's go Pikachu. That's for sure. And at first I was talking, I was talking to a friend of mine about a week ago and I was just saying, I didn't like that. It was, I don't like that nowadays developers give us midway games to keep us happy. You know, a couple of weeks ago when all this Pokemon news came out, they said, here is Let's Go Pikachu, here is Let's Go Eevee. And the way it came across to me was, here's a game that will keep you satisfied until 2019, which is when we're going to bring out a game on the Switch that you guys probably want, a mainline Pokemon game. Then at the end of that, they said, also, we have just released Pokemon Quest. That will keep you guys happy until Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee come out, which will keep you happy until the mainline game comes out. And that was a really cynical way to look at it. And that's unfortunately how I've come to look at the video game industry is just biding time until the next big thing comes out. But biding time also builds hype. And I don't think anything ever lives up to the hype. that was a big sentence wasn't it that was a lot there was a lot of words strung together i'm actually proud of myself for being able to uh, stay coherent the entire time but yeah that that's my that is my proper opinion on this type of thing but you know i had this weird thing where i was watching the stream uh, sorry i was watching the video and and all of a sudden it kind of washed over me that you know sometimes it's it's okay to buy into that if it's just an extra bit of enjoyment you know, my friend kind of half convinced me he was referring to Fallout and the Fallout Shelter. Now, I've never played Fallout, but he said, you know, when um, when Fallout Shelter came out, it was on the heels of revealing a new game. And it was a game that kept people occupied until the full game came out. And he said he enjoyed that. And sometimes it's okay to enjoy that and to not be so cynical. And I thought, yeah, you're right. I, I do try my best to be positive wherever I can, because especially in this with the theme of this podcast, with the topic of this podcast, I think it's good to stay positive because we don't get a lot. Uh, you know, I'm still waiting for the Digimon 20th anniversary pendulums to even be, not even just released, but for us to know when it's meant to be coming out. It's meant to be coming out in June. We're currently in June. We're about uh, 15 days into June. So, well, not about, we are exactly 15 days into June. And yet, we still don't know when it's coming out. So I'm hoping for some sort of surprise. But it's good to remain positive. And a lot of what we what we enjoy, you know, this this podcast, is is positivity. You are raising creatures, and you're you're giving them the best life they can, so they can become the best version of themselves that they can. And, and we should use that um, within our own lives. I think. But yeah, so I, my mind has changed on the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. I am what you would call a Gen 1 I do think that... that well, no, I don't think it's the best generation. It is definitely my favorite generation. So it's, it's good that I can get all the Pokemon I really loved when I was a kid in this game. Mind you, I do love Generation 2 as well. And I do like black and white, so... I'm not, I'm not the Gen 1-er people may think I am. I, I like it as a whole. I just think that... In more recent times, uh, it's it's dropped the ball. But, yeah. 
I think that might be it. I know this is a bit of a short one. It's only 20 something minutes long, but I don't want to go too far into it and lose track of what I was actually saying, which I tend to do sometimes. So to recap, go and check out Temtem on Kickstarter and go and pre-order Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee like I did. Well, thank you for listening in this week. Apologies again for it being a short one, but uh, I'm going to look for more to do. I'm going to look for more things to base podcast episodes on. I'm definitely going to get this one that I've had tucked away done soon enough. Uh, Hopefully it'll be next week's podcast, but I'm not quite sure for now. Um, Yeah, I might record another one in another couple of days just for the sake of adding into time. I'm not particularly... I have no interest in in doing week to week, to be honest. I will do it for the sake of listenership, but uh, viewership. But really, I I just I would like to do this as thoughts come to my head. So if I have a lot to say in the next couple of days, you'll definitely be hearing another podcast in the next couple of days. Thank you, though, for those of you that are listening and that are promoting and and pushing me forward to continue doing this podcast, giving me those kind words and constructive criticism. This is, this is all for you guys. You know, as much as it is for me, it's for you guys. And if I can keep you happy and if I can give you something to enjoy every week or so, then I'll keep doing this. So thank you for your support. Uh, once again, I've been Frank Inglis and uh, I'll speak to you guys soon. Take care.